Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. You guys, before I hit play on this episode, I got to fill you in on one of my secret weapons that helps me to feel great and perform great in my life. I get asked this question all the time. How do you have so much energy? And the truth is, it's my entire lifestyle. But a major factor that plays into this energy is my morning ritual. That's right. That is my secret weapon. It's how I'm starting my days. How you start your day, you guys directly impacts how you are going to move throughout your day. So what I wanted to do to really support you to optimize your energy, to help you be very focused and drive yourself in the direction you want to move yourself throughout your day is I created a free downloadable 10 minute kick-ass energy morning ritual. That's right. Cause I know, I know not everybody has a ton of time every morning to designate to a morning practice, but even 10 minutes 10 minutes at the start of your day will make a major difference. I say it all the time, you guys, inches make the mile. So what do you get in this morning ritual? You get a five minute meditation that you can actually take in at any time of day. It's going to root you, center you, and help you just get very grounded and elevated within yourself. You're also going to get a free downloadable PDF with some action prompts just to help you build the habit of this ritual. So so there's some journal prompts in there. There's a movement prompt in there. There's some intentional nutrition prompts in there just to help you, you know, be very conscious about the way that you're driving your body and your nutrition throughout the day. Both are huge levers in how you're going to feel and perform. Another call to actions. All of this you can receive by entering your email. There's a link in the show notes, but this is also on blackbeltbeauty.com's homepage. I just made it easy for you by putting this link in the show notes. Put in your email and you will immediately get the meditation and PDF sent to you. I did this because I want you to feel great and perform great in your life. And honestly, you guys, my morning ritual is truly that. It is a secret weapon. It's how I sharpen my sword and how I strengthen my shield and prepare for battle. Whatever life's going to throw at me or whatever I'm, you know, putting myself in, in terms of being in the arena, you know, seek the fight every day. I know that I'm going to be better capable after I have done this morning ritual. So check it out. Let me know if it serves you. DM me on Roxy Look or Black Belt Beauty's Instagram. I can't wait to hear what you think and what you feel after practicing this morning ritual. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Black Belt Beauty Radio. I'm so excited to drop into today's episode. It's a Q&A and it's a little bit different because this time I'm actually pulling some of the amazing questions I get asked on Instagram with you guys here today. And the reason why is because they're awesome questions and I get more time to elaborate on the answers and I feel like they're going to be very valuable um, to take in. So I want to get right into it. 
question number one is really, really fun for me. Um, if you don't know by now, I'm a lover of words. The actual word for that is logophile. And, you know, I always say this, uh, but words are an experience and they really are. And I'll explain really quickly what I mean by that. Words really affect our emotions, right? And they don't just affect our emotional state, but they actually shift our, our perspective. So a great example, a recent post I put up on Instagram had uh, one part of it anyways, had the words, um, turn your problems into puzzles and just shifting that word problem into puzzle immediately reshapes your perspective on whatever it was that you were looking at and, you know, called a problem. When we think about a problem, it's something that is an annoyance, a frustration. It's a challenge that we're probably feeling defeated by. Um, so it's not a great you know, way to be looking at something for the most part. Maybe this is a little bit of semantics, but I love semantics. A puzzle though, a puzzle is a completely different energy. A puzzle really evokes more of an energy of curiosity, of eagerness, um, like a willingness to want to move towards that thing with a state of, you know, wonder, which is a really, really beautiful energy. And it's so much better than looking at something and feeling frustrated or overwhelmed or defeated, right? So just to paint the example from my perspective on why words are really an experience. So the words um, in this question, so this is the question. So the question is, which word is most important to you? The words are hope, wish, optimistic, action, and positive thinking, which is really two words, but we'll just group it together. And I, I'm not going to be able to pick one. Sorry. Um, and I'll explain why. So I would say out of all of those words, I'm going to choose optimistic and action. And let me explain. So optimism, positivity, two different things. Positivity is um, beautiful, right? Like I, nothing against positivity. Uh, but to me, and I say this from time to time, because people always say, you're positive, you're positive. And I'm like, sure, I'm positive. But it's, I really, more of how I kind of move through my life with, it's less of a, I have a positive mindset and I have more of an empowered mindset. In the empowered mindset is optimism is optimistic. And the difference between positivity and optimism is that optimism invites realism into the picture, right? And positivity is more fickle and it can be more of an illusion, right? When I say it's fickle, it's, it's not reliable. You can sit here and I'm going to have a positive mindset and then, you know, shit gets thrown at you that you didn't see coming. And all of a sudden that positive mindset is gone, like gone. <laughs> Whereas optimism is like, look, the real partnership with the, the, that really cultivates the empowered mindset saying like, I, I don't know what's, I, I cannot fully predict what's going to come next, what's going to happen. Uh, but I know that I know what I want to happen. And I know that I'm capable of moving myself in a manner that will support the outcome that I wish to experience. This is optimism, 
right? So it's that realistic, realism influenced, mixed with this attitude that is more, you know, bright and hopeful. So I, I feel like it's really important. Again, this semantics. But really, it's going back to that statement that words are an experience. It's an absolute energy that you are intaking, whether you're aware of it or not, but now you are. So now I'm going to bring in the second word because the second word holds a lot of weight too. And it really works with optimistic. Um, You don't want to just be optimistic and not be putting any energy into action to get you to experience, to achieve, to receive whatever it is that you're going for, or you wish to experience in your life. Right. So having an optimistic mindset, an optimistic view, perspective, and approach, and then backing it up with action is everything. I always say I'm a woman of action and that means a lot to me. So when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And I have a track record to prove that. Um, it's not always, you know, done on the exact time or in the most, you know, incredible way that I imagined or wished to. But the point is, if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. I back it up with action. So that's really, really important. And, you know, I couldn't just pick one because if we're just, again, looking at something or moving through our life, being optimistic, I mean, I feel like that's more, now we're, we're in the positive thinking mode, but we're not doing the actual work that's going to help us to experience the things that we want to experience, to actualize the experience that we want to actualize in our life. So again, I loved this question. It was fun for me and I appreciate it. And just in summary, again, two of those words that I really value and, you know, two of these words that I feel are an important experience to be evoking in yourself every day are optimistic and action. And actually, that actually bridges great into uh, another question here, which I'm really looking forward to diving into now. So question number two, tips on how to cultivate more self-trust. This is a really good one. Self-trust is one of my favorite subjects to speak on, to coach on, to write on. It's essential It's essential to move through life. If you want to achieve anything great in life, if you want to feel a life that is, you know, authentically fulfilling, meaning like you are operating from a place of passion, you're moving yourself towards the things that matter to you, that you want to experience your desires, your ideals, your goal, your mission, your vision you can't do it. You won't do it if you do not have levels of self-trust inside of you, right? Because self-trust is when you're, when you are a path creator, when you are moving into this constant state of uncertainty, life is always uncertain really, but when you're a path creator, you know, you've opted out of the kind of safe route, the, this is what I should do. This is going to be, you know, maybe more secure. You're more often than not, moving into a very kind of dark tunnel called the unknown. (laughs) And you can't, self-trust is like the torch, the light that's helping you get through that dark tunnel day after day after day. 
And if you don't have that torch, you're likely not even going to position yourself to be moving in that tunnel because it's hard. It's scary. You can't see what's coming next. And humans crave certainty. We need certainty in so many ways, but at the same time, we are designed to also fucking take risks. We really are. We wouldn't be here right now if we didn't, if we didn't keep pushing, you know, past limitations, if we weren't curious to, you know, go into that forest and see what was there and then et cetera, whatever, you know what I mean? So you have to have self-trust and the more levels of self-trust that you have in yourself, the more that you're going to bet on yourself, you're going to take the chances that you need to take to move yourself in a way that you are going to create and actualize experiences in your life that fucking matter to you, that really mean something, that fulfill you, right? So tips on how to cultivate self-trust. Rule number one, do hard shit. Do the thing that you're afraid to do. You know, everyone feels fear. No one's immune to to that at all. You know, there's so many things that I have and continue to do that evoke the feeling of fear. But to me, and just to differentiate, I'm not talking about putting myself in like a life-threatening situation. It's more like doing something bold, taking a chance, um, doing something that I've never done before that is going to be fucking hard and it's going to put pressure on me, right? Just because of that fact. And that could evoke fear because you have to perform and you're not sure if that performance is going to offer you a win or a fail. You don't know if, if you're going to get hurt in the emotionally, right? Um, but if I didn't have levels of self-trust, then I wouldn't be able to push past the fear, right? So self-trust is so important. How do I do it? I continuously put myself in the position that when I feel the fear, but it's something that I know, this is where seek the fight comes in. When the challenge is standing guard, at whatever that thing is that I want to experience in my life, I move towards that shit. I move towards it. And guess what? I witness myself move towards the fight. That's really important. You got to watch yourself in these moments, right? Who the fuck are you? Do you back down from the fight or do you step in it? And, you know, for me, I have cultivated deep levels and continue to cultivate deep levels of self-trust because of that action, that one action, you know, moving towards the things that, you know, evoke a sense of fear, but matter. It's not, it's not just, oh, I feel afraid. So that's my cue. It's just understanding that, you know, what this, what fear is kind of orbiting over or around is this thing that matters to me. That's the focus. You gotta, you gotta pay attention to that. If it matters to you, you have to move towards the actions that are going to help you to experience the thing right? And you can't be afraid to fail. And you certainly cannot be afraid to be fucking wrong. You cannot, you don't gain any wisdom. 
You don't get any insight. You don't get any feedback on how to get better, how to get stronger, how to be sharper, how to strategize better. You don't, you don't get any of that without knowing what it feels like to be wrong or to lose. And all of, you know, all of when you can look at yourself and you can look back and go, huh, let's just say paint, paint the picture really quick. Um, you know, you, you're in a position where you're, you, you want to do this thing, but you're feeling fear and you're not sure, like you're, you know, you're kind of hesitating. And then you stop for a moment and you go into conversation with yourself, you kind of zoom out and you, and you look at your track record and you have this track record of experiences where you were afraid to do something before, but again, what was at the core of, you know, what was underneath all that fear was something that really mattered to you. So you opted in to the actions that were required to move towards that thing to actualize that thing, to experience that thing. You bet on yourself. And um, maybe in some experiences you got really hurt in the process. You failed, you lost, um, you got put on your fucking knees and it, and it hurt really bad, but you got back up. And eventually you got across the finish line. You experienced the thing, you received the thing, or maybe it was just that, you know, in that process, you learned such important shit for you to keep moving forward in your life in a whole new way, in an experience or on a level that was so essential to make you who you are right now and to have the life that you're living right now. Do you see what I'm saying? The story that I'm painting right here, when you zoom out and you can look and you go, oh, I have a track record of being able to move towards hard shit, to survive, to learn, to get better and to actually win in, in you know, some of those experiences or maybe a lot of them, I don't know. But that is important information for you to keep moving forward in these unknown, you know, experiences that you are feeling fearful to move towards, you know, but you, you got this stripe on your belt or or stripes on your belt of self-trust that says, Hey, I can do this. I'm going to trust myself to do it. So in my, you know, coaching, I have a framework. It's this roadmap to self-mastery. And I, you know, each of these S's, it's the five S formula. Each of these S's are so big. I mean, they're, they're their own books or their own podcasts. Um, so I'm never, I'm not trying to minimize them. Like, Oh, once you get all five of these, like you're good self-mastery boom, by the way, none of this shit that I'm going to, I'm about to share with you has a period at the end of the sentence, or it's not like a course you take. And then, you, you know, you nailed it and you're done. Uh, self-mastery is a life game. And each of these S's are also a life game. So the, the S, the five S formula starts, it's anchored in self-awareness. You self-awareness is number fucking one. If you do not have strong levels of self-awareness, you're just moving through life without any understanding of yourself. You're more reactionary for sure. Cause you don't have the ability mm-hmm to look at yourself, to kind of just zoom out and go, what am I feeling right now? What am I thinking? Um, How is this experience impacting me? What does this mean to me? Is this the emotion I want to commit to? Is this perspective actually the truth, right? All of this stuff lives in self-awareness. So it's really, really important to understand 
you know, why self-awareness is the anchor and to cultivate levels of self-awareness. Moving forward, we have self-connection. Self-connection is where you get a real good understanding of who you are, your core beliefs, core values, um, personal standards, you know, uh, core attributes, and you start to really embrace yourself. This is so important because it's the precursor to self-love. Self-love is owning yourself. Self-love is understanding who the fuck you are, owning this being that you are, and then moving towards the life that you want to cultivate for yourself in this state of ownership, in this authentic state of being. I always say self-love is the queen of battle because self-love is going to position you to move towards the fights, to help you get through the battles, right? Self-love is going to help you do the hard shit you need to do to then move into the next S to cultivate self-confidence. You, we don't get any self-confidence, real self-confidence, if we're not doing hard shit. Bottom line, right? We need to test ourselves. We need to be tested. We need to know who we are when shit gets hard. And that helps us cultivate self-confidence. Moving forward, self-confidence is the precursor to self-trust. I mean, really all four of those S's are, but do you see why all of it's so important, right? So when we have more self-confidence, that's going to help us move into that dark tunnel with this torch called self-trust, right? Self-awareness, self-connection, self-love, self-confidence, self-trust. I will do an entire podcast on the 5S formula, the roadmap to self-mastery, because obviously there's so much value in kind of teasing out each of these S's, but there was no way, you know, we could talk about self-trust here, you know, tips to cultivate self-trust and, you know, me not bring up these five S's that work together to really, really help you develop levels of self-trust. So in summary, do hard shit, <laughs> um, witness yourself doing the hard shit, right? Take note. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to be wrong either. And understand that to achieve anything great and fulfilling in your life, you're going to have to bet on yourself in some way, shape, or form, meaning against all fucking odds, you have to go. You have to go. And this is how you develop self-trust. Ladies, I am so excited to let you know that Queendom, Black Belt Beauty's exclusive membership community for women only, has officially opened her doors and is welcoming new members. Queendom is an exclusive community of high-minded, empowering, supportive, badass women who are all on a mission to live from their fullest potential in life. This empowered space is monitored by me personally to ensure that it is non-toxic, non-competing, and an inspiring, energetic environment. What this membership includes is one monthly live Zoom call with me where I take you on a deep dive and a specific focus for the month. So think topics like self-love, self-confidence, and vitality. These topics are vital to living from your fullest potential in life. 
So these talks are going to support you to get more clarity on them and help you to develop and strengthen your relationship with them in your life. You get one monthly challenge that is specific to the focus for the month for stronger development and progress in that area. You get a monthly workbook with a summary of that topic and journal prompts around the subject. You get a variety of intentional meditations that I create to help you get rooted in specific areas of yourself and your life. You get exclusive Blackboat Beauty Radio podcast guest content for Queendom members only. And ladies, I love to have fun, so you can expect to have a lot of it in Queendom. There will be several pop-up virtual events, including more live coaching sessions with me, beauty sessions, training sessions, cooking hangs, master classes and Q&As, all with high-level guest experts. You also get my VIP high performance vault. So think my top tools that I rely on to feel my best, to look my best and to perform my best in life. Above all, you get community and accountability support from the incredible members of Queendom who are on aligned missions to live from their fullest potential in life. You know, one of my favorite quotes that sums up my aim with Queendom is this one by Reid Hoffman. No matter how brilliant your mind or strategy, if you're playing a solo game, you will always lose out to a team. You guys, I want you all to be winning in your life from within and out. And I'm a firm believer that teamwork truly does make the dream work. So I've designed Queendom to be exactly that, a team of women who are supporting the best in each other to actualize their dreams into life. So the cost for all of this is just $40 a month. And that price is exclusive to this period of enrollment only. For those who purchase a full year of membership upfront, you get one month of membership for free. Investing in this membership is investing in yourself. So if you're ready to join Queendom, go to blackbeltbeauty.com to sign up or click the link in the show notes. Ladies, let's seek the fight together in 2021 as a badass team of empowered queens. Membership has its privileges. I can't wait to see you and support you in the queendom. Next question. How do you pivot out of a bad day? So good. So let me first start by saying, I don't believe in a good day or a bad day, right? Words are an experience. Um, I have high days or hard days. Sometimes there's a mix of both in the day. There can be hard moments and high moments. Today was a great example. You know, today is a day where it's just, I'm recording all day and every minute counts. And, um, I didn't realize, uh, that the, um, gardeners were coming this morning. And so I was in the middle of a recording and I was on a roll and then all this noise starts to happen. Right. And you know, the clock is ticking. And, um, on top of that, I was waiting for a response that was, you know, it was more of an answer of, I was looking for a yes on something and I didn't get it. So now it's like this compiled kind of energy of frustration is starting to come in. And this is where, you know, one can start to feel like, oh shit, this is a bad day. In my world, it's like, uh oh, things are feeling harder right now. Things are feeling harder. 
So what I do is I stop, first of all, go back to self-awareness, right? I have really, really strong levels of self-awareness. So I'm able to pay very close attention to everything that I'm experiencing from my thoughts to my emotions, you know, all of it, right? So when my, what I call my harmony button or harmony alarm is triggered, right? And that alarm means I'm starting to feel frustrated. I'm starting to feel irritable. I'm starting to feel like overwhelmed and almost like I'm, I'm being defeated in the moment. I pause, I pause, I zoom out and I just look at myself and I'm like, where are you right now? It's like having a conversation with your nervous system, right? Cause you're starting the parasympathetic or sorry, the sympathetic nor the sympathetic nervous system is starting to kick in and push you, boss you around cortisol levels, stress hormone is starting to rise. Right? So I just pause and I'm like, Hey, where are you right now? You know, what are, what are you feeling? Okay. You're feeling frustrated. What could we do about that right now? Can we take some deep breaths? Breath work is a real fucking tool that works. It literally communicates to your nervous system and can pivot you from fight or flight into more of a rest and recovery state. And so I will do that. I will do um, this, uh, what's called the physiological sigh by Dr. Andrew Huberman. I'll put a link in the show notes for you to check out this incredible, you know, very simple right here, right now, breath work technique that helps you to pivot your nervous system. So I'll do a little bit of that. And then, you know, I have some guiding energy words that um, really matter to me in terms of my character, one of which is composure. I just find composure to be so sexy. You know, uh, I think another way to um, say this is to be measured, um, equanimity. Like these words are energy that says when shit is hard, when there's pressure, I'm strong. I'm measured. I'm composed. I don't crumble. I don't crumble under pressure. When tension is pushing me, I get stronger. That's how you build muscle, right? So this is something that is a constant for me, like a constant kind of guiding light, like a North star. Like I want to move through my days and there's always pressure in my days because that's a through line in my life partly because I am inviting that into my life, right? Entrepreneur, bottom line, always going to have pressure, right? Path creator, creating a life, uh, you know, from passion, purpose, and vision, you bet your ass there's going to be pressure (laughs) every day. Um, And then life, life is just going to, you know, do as it will with us and, you know, hit us with some fucking fastballs or sucker punches, and that's going to apply pressure. So who are you? in these moments that matters to me. So when, you know, in the example of today, when I didn't, you know, realize that there's going to be interruption, that's going to affect my recording time. And I have, you know, I'm on a schedule and I'm starting to feel this pressure in my nervous system. And I zoom out and I ask myself, yeah, like, Brox, where are you right now? Is this where you want to be emotionally? What are these emotions right now going to do to serve you? Are they going to get you closer to the goal? Are they going to help you get closer to the victory that you have set your mind to achieve today? Okay, no. So it's real logical, like self-inquiry work, right? Starting with the breath work and then asking myself these questions. It's not logical for me to 
continue to own these emotions that are going to literally push me further and further away from the goal, right? This also really, you know, goes into the whole self-mastery conversation because to regulate your emotions is part of self-mastery, right? So we learn to be less reactionary and we have more of a controlled response to a stimulus. That's the fucking ideal way to be. So back to this question of how do I pivot a bad day? I mean, these are the steps that I do. And then to further it, um, sometimes, you know, I'll take a break. I'll go, I'll, I'll get outside in nature. Oh my goodness. Do not underestimate the value of getting some, you know, sunlight. If it's available to you, putting your feet in the grass or in the mud or in the ocean or in the sand, like negative charge from the earth. This is a real thing. You can look it up. There are strong scientific studies around this that support this, what I'm saying. Like, this is not some just kind of mystical fucking thing. It's real. So I'll get outside. I'll take a break. Maybe if it's really hardcore, I'll call someone I love and, you know, just have like a quick little, you know, um, inspiring giggle or something just to kind of pivot or do something physical, right? So even going on a walk, it helps to regulate your cortisol, your hormones, uh, your stress hormone levels, um, or maybe just do some like jumping around to get rid of that energy. Like, or it's not even getting rid of, you can't get rid of energy. You have to transmute energy, right? So to shift the energy, I'll do something physical and, uh, and then I'll come back to where I am. And that's, that's essentially it. So to kind of bullet bullet point, uh, the answers here, uh, pause, do some breath work. Physiological side is great to pivot the nervous system. Ask yourself some questions. How are these thoughts, these emotions serving me right now? Are they getting me closer to my goal for the day? I always want to have goals for the day. Right. Um, and if not, then what can I what could I put in place of them? So if it's frustration, what about fascination? This is fascinating right now. <laughs> you know, this, this, you know, uh, kind of setback to my schedule. I mean, I wonder what it's really going to do for me. Maybe there's something great out of it. I don't know, but you know what I mean? Like pivot that emotion into something that is more empowering. This is important. Take a break, go outside, get nature, touch the grass, touch, you know, something, you know, with earth, Right call someone that you love. It doesn't have to be a long conversation, but just to get a little bit of like a step away from where you were, maybe evoke some laughter and, um, you know, and then outside of that, like do something physical and it doesn't have to be hardcore. If you have the time and it makes sense, great. Take a break, go do deadlifts. I love doing that shit, but I don't always have that luxury. And sometimes you got to get right back in the game, right? Like a fight. You have a couple of seconds to wipe things off and like get right back in it. So that might be a little quick walk. It could be some jumping jacks, whatever it is, but switch up your physiological state and that'll help you switch out your emotional state. And here's the bottom line. Here's the big takeaway here. It's our emotions. It's the way we're looking at something. It's the way we're feeling about something that is going to shape our days, period. So we got to get control of that shit to help us regulate, you know, our response to the stimulus that is coming at us in our days. Great fucking question.
Okay. So I hope that those three questions, I wanted to make this episode more bite-sized. You know, these are very, very, they're big questions. And obviously there's big answers that come with them, but they're great questions. And I feel like they're relatable. You know, um, everyone has a day that feels like a bad day or a hard day as I frame it. Um, Everyone's faced at some point or several points in life where, you know, you feel fear and you, you want to feel more trust in your actions. So how do you, how do you evoke that trust? How do you get there? And then just the fun play on words, but understanding that words are an experience uh, was really great. And I think holds a lot of value too. you know, just even understanding the difference between being optimistic and being positive. That's huge right there. So again, I loved these questions, you guys, I'm, I'm very, very grateful for them. And, you know, I'll continue to integrate some of these questions that I get asked on Instagram as episodes here for you guys too. And if you have a question that you would like to hear on the podcast, DM me on Instagram, Roxy Look or Black Belt Beauty. And if you have a question that you would like to ask me for the podcast, hit me up. I want to know what they are. DMing me on Instagram, Roxy Look is the best place to do it. So my uh, handle is in the show note if you don't have it already. And yeah, I mean, listen, these questions are amazing and they're meant to support you. So don't be shy, bring them on and let me do my very best to give you my very best answer to support you. So aside from that, you guys, um, just an ask of support. So important. If you haven't given this podcast a five-star rating and review, please do so. There's a very easy link that I put in the show notes to help you help us over here. And ultimately you're helping the world because the more that people know about this podcast and can get this empowering content, the better. So, all right, you guys, that's it. I can't wait to do this all over again. So again, send your questions. Thank you so much to all of you who are going to give this podcast a five-star rating review. All my love to you. I will see you on the next one. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And last but not least, if you are interested in starting your own podcast, or perhaps you already have one and you need help with you know editing your audio and the production of it, I cannot recommend my producers enough. Resonate Recordings, you guys, they are the bomb. I rely on them. They are an absolute supportive tool to me and my podcast. So check them out and let them know that Black Belt Beauty sent you. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next.